For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. TD. Yo. Hey, it's the big return. The big return. Jimmy G going back to Foxborough. I'm excited. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. You seem to be. Have I, you, you, obviously, obviously, you've never been to Foxborough. <laughs> I've never been to Foxborough. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is correct. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, download. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Also, you're always encouraged to be a part of the show. Hit us up on Twitter at rhaylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore and then on on Instagram at WatchRay, and he is at underscore bump and run. A lot to get to on this show. The big return by Jimmy G. You had a big return once upon a time, Ed. We're gonna talk about that a little bit too. Um, oh, I, okay. I, I got a three pack of real thing or not for you. Um, and we'll see. We'll see. The the circle back last week got a lot of a uh, lot of headlines, so to speak. We'll see if you got anything to circle back on. Uh, this week. Oh, okay. Um, it's only when you start talking crazy do I circle back. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. Depending on who you ask, that could be each and every day. So, uh, if you ask my wife, she's like, huh? Um, so, <laughs> and then we got, uh, we got your keys as well. Um, then we're going to talk some injuries. Um, a lot going on on the injury front for the 49ers, uh, as well. So we'll get into all that. We are, of course, are brought to you by Bets Online. As you all know, the NFL season is here. It's in full swing. Um, Niners may actually be getting fans back soon. So we'll see how all that transpires. So although you're not at the game right now, you can still be in on the action at Bet Online from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino as well. It never closes so head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses again that's betonline.ag and sign up today bet online your online sports book experts uh jimmy g returning to foxborough so let me uh just you know kind of going back down memory lane here uh, mm-hmm. The year was 1996, week 14, Carolina Panthers uh, traveled to San Francisco to take on the Niners. It was a win for the Panthers, and one Eric Davis had an interception. I'm I'm sure you remember this game, E.D. What, what, oh, yeah. What, yeah. The emotions, what what were the, those emotions like going back, uh, taking on your, your, your old team? Um, believe it or not, it was one of the most relaxing games that I played in. Whenever the entire time when I was playing with the 49ers, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, when I was playing with Carolina against the 49ers, those games were always just relaxing and fun because I knew exactly what was going to happen. I knew the exact guys. I, I mean, I get practice against all those guys. I knew the system. I knew what they were doing. Hell, I knew the defensive calls. I, I, I knew the signals. I, I, I knew it was it was like being at practice. I was sitting there watching, and 
And um, getting back, the only difference was dressing in a different locker room. Um, the routine that I normally had in the stadium, the things that I would do, it was all happening on the opposite side of the field. Because even when I went to Carolina, the, the, all the routine, everything I did, it was still on the same side of the field. It was still my same routine, just different colors. When I went, when I go to play the 49ers, everything would be reversed and being on that opposite sideline. And um, that was weird. Even the, the people that I had grown accustomed to, because the fans were, all, were the same and they sat in the same seats. And I had watched their families grow up. I had seen, you know, you know, adults get older, just like they had watched me through the years. So it was weird um, because it was a new group of people when I was in Candlestick. So that that was a part of it. But but no, I I, I know everyone always thinks that it's going to be like this emotional thing, and you're going to just be all geeked and and you know, or or it could be it you know they could just pour in on you and. And, you know, you're hyperventilating all these stuff. Now, I was truly, really, <laughs> dude, it was, it was, I was in candlestick. Come on. I mean, it was, there was nothing for me to freak out about. I knew everything about the place. I knew to check the tide schedule. I knew, you know what I'm saying? I, I knew where the wet spots were and and the the highs, the lows, all of it. And, and we would go out the, the and and probably the weirdest thing of all, is having a conversation with Jerry. Every time we played, Jerry and I would literally see one another before the game and we'd start talking. Um, and most of the time on those games, I was covering Jerry. I covered Jerry. Dude, it was, it was so crazy. I'd cover Jerry on first and second down, depending on um, if there were two receivers or three receivers on the field. But third down, I'd cover T.O. because T.O. was actually – their number one option on third down. So I'd cover T.O. on third down, unless Jerry was in the slot, because when they put Jerry in the slot, then he was the number one option. So then I'd go to Jerry. So know it, your it scout report, of... folks. Know your scout <laughs> report. That's right. It, it was that type of craziness. But Jerry and I would start, we would hold a conversation. And, I mean, really about, about the, the wives, the kids, about – how he was feeling, what was going on, what how it was with the coaches, you know, me not being there, what it was like in Carolina. And we would start that conversation before the game. We'd line up and, you know, be like, okay, let's go to work. And in between plays, like if I made a play, he'd be like, good play, ED. And then, you know, and he'd go back to that conversation. You know, we were just, yeah, and 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 what is Sharp, what, you know, the practice, what are you practices like? Is it still the same? But seriously, we would hold a conversation. That is we'd play to play. We play to play. We start back having our conversation when we were on the field together. You know, like we get off the field or they score or something, then we kind of got back on the field. We continue having this conversation. That <laughs> and is it would unreal. go on until the game was over. It'd be like, all right, man. You're like, you know, tell all the boys I said what's up and everything. And uh, yeah, we'll see you we'll see you guys down the road. That is that, fantastic. Yeah. So so I'm so it was never this it was never this, oh, I'm geeked. And I'm and I'm you, you I've told you before, man. You can't play football without a clear head. You can't play well without a clear head. When you are in the exposed positions where you have to communicate, uh, you may be able to do that if you are a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman. And actually, I don't even think you can do it there. Um, the the guys with the least amount of communication are the defensive linemen, so they may be able to play mad. You can't play mad in the secondary because you got too many people to talk to. You have too many people. 
you know, seriously, you have too many people depending on you. You have too many people waiting for you to give them instruction. Um, and you can't play football without a call. You're paralyzed. So it's the same with, you know, that's, that's what I said. I, I was telling someone yesterday about Aaron Rodgers. And like, because they were like, why can he be so good? And when he gets down, he gets down. And I said, because what happens is not, it's not that he can't come from behind. I said, he, we've seen him do that plenty of times. What happens is when he's getting beaten up and their offenses are getting beaten up, he gets mad because he's so cocky. He gets, he gets yeah. angry when people, when you're beating him up and talking trash to him, he gets angry because you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to talk trash to him. Yeah, and he's not going to have thing it. turned in a hurry. Uh, well, but, on, but, on but, but you think, but that's why the 49ers have beaten him up in the past. You beat him up, yeah. you hit him, you let him know you meant to hit him, and he gets angry. He gets mad. So you got to stay calm. And that's how it was, man. So like I said, it was just the most relaxing thing in the world to me uh, playing that game. And I know you're getting at Jimmy. I, I am getting like, at Jimmy. But before we get to <laughs> Jimmy, what, what, what felt better, the pick or the win? What was more enjoyable? Um, well, they were one and the same. I got the pick that won the game. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. There you go. So, so it was. One, one of us was, didn't do his film study. <laughs> it was, <laughs> but but no, it was it was it was it was it just felt good to do my job, and I was expecting to do my job against them. Um, and and I was and, and to be to be honest about it, I was expecting to beat them. Because I knew I knew what they were doing, I knew what they had, I knew how good they were, but I also knew how good the, the team was that I was on. I knew how good our defense was, and I knew that if we played well, we we'd win. And, and that's 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 what it was. And my and my job at that time was to really to get these guys to understand that it has nothing to do with them because they the coaching staff, everybody, they were looking at the Niners, they were looking at the colors, and it was it was, and I was trying to explain to these guys. Um that you can't just walk out here when you see them feel like you don't have a chance. You're sitting here like, okay, we can do this if we play perfectly. Like, no, 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 no. So I had to change the mindset and, and show them, you know, what a confident team. And I, and I got them to look at certain things, even down to the DBs. I explained to them the first time we played them in Carolina. I was like, you guys want to understand what it's like to be a champion. You want to understand a champion mindset. You want to understand the way, you present yourself with when you have that belief, not hoping, not wanting to win, but every core of your being believes and knows that you are about to win. I said, watch the DBs when they want run out of the locker room. I told all the DBs that I said, watch the DBs when they come out here on this field. I said, they go walk out here like they own your city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they and when they and when they came running out of the locker room, when Merton and the boys came running out of the locker room. The entire defensive back group, the linebackers, everyone, they lost their minds. Yeah. They lost their minds because I was like, see? I was, see? I was like, they, I said, it ain't a piece of them that's concerned about you. Not one piece of them. And they saw it. And I was like, that's, that's what a champion uh, lives and breathes. That's what a champion lives and breathes. That's how they walk. That's how they talk. That's how they're built. And, you know, some of that sprinkled on. So now that's what Jimmy is brought to. That's 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 a part of why they wanted Jimmy to be the quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers. Coming from that culture, right? Yes. Yes. You you have to get that in your locker room. You have to have that mindset. You have to have people that understand 
this is what it takes to win. This is how you live. This is how you prepare. This is how you prep. Because by doing that, you give yourself a chance. It doesn't promise you anything. It doesn't guarantee anything. But without it, you don't stand a chance. <laughs> so you yeah. got to have that in your locker room. And you damn sure got to have it at the quarterback position. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Niners uh, visiting New England. Um, this one going to be Sunday, one twenty-five kickoff on CBS. Jimmy well, we've been alone. We've been alone. I'm sorry for cutting. We spent a lot of time talking about me. You might cut all that out. We spent a lot of time talking about me. <laughs> no, no, the people love you, man. The people love. You. Besides, I, I thought I thought it was great stuff. So it's staying. Um, the, the <laughs> Jimmy Jimmy G going back to Foxborough for the first time. A part of me like. I remember when the schedule first came out, we were talking about it. Like, I actually circled this game on my schedule. And a part of me um, wishes that it was just, I mean, teams, obviously you're not always going to be healthy, right? But just Mm -hmm. like more of your key guys, you know, available. Um, Patriots obviously having their struggles right now. Niners, of course, um, coming off a win, but they're having their struggles as well, especially um, on the injury front. And so it's going to be an interesting game from, from that standpoint. Um, these these aren't are, are these still your same old Patriots? Like I, I want I want to say no. Well, on the offensive end, definitely not. What about on the defensive end? Um, well, yeah, Bill's doing the same things that he's been doing. He's going to utilize his um, better players, and he's going to put the pressure on them. Right now, um, his veteran players, his better players, on the back end of his defense. So, and that's what he's doing. He's putting the pressure on them. Um, he's not expecting. Uh, his linebackers in front to do as much as he's had them to do in the past, uh, but he's got a he's got a very good experienced um, secondary. So defensively, they are still doing what a Belichick defense is capable of doing. He pushed them in positions to do the right things. Um, what you see him do as a staff and what as a team, the difference now is that uh, with Brady, how do we go in and manufacture thirty points a game? Is it going to be the run this week? Is it going to be the screen passes? Is it going to be let's just come out and go five wide and let you push the ball down the field? He's going back and he's saying we're going to play good defense. We're going to play ball control offense, and we're going to win the close games with our with you know special teams and defense. That's what that's what he's adjusted to. So that's the New England Patriots to look for in this game on Sunday. They are they are a team now that's trying to play it close through the vest and win the game with their defense, be it, you know, getting a short field, a turnover, um, or special teams making a play. That's how they're that's how they're looking to play. Seems and that's, like, that's seems like they're they're not really trying to I want to be careful how I phrase this here. Um Cam Cam has free will to roam, I, I guess is is uh, a way to put it right like like they're not really putting restrictions on him right like they're like they're just letting him go it's, oh, yeah, they're it seems, they're letting it seems play. that way yeah well, well that's what you're supposed to do it's the same it's, it's the same thing i told you about jimmy coach i'm ready to go okay then you're ready to go if, if you tell me you're ready to go there are no restrictions on you if it's in the playbook i can call it you are responsible for it so do your job if you can't do that then you got to let me know and I, so that I can adjust around that. Don't, but but you can't tell me you're ready to go. You can't be my quarterback. You can't be my starter. And but uh, you know you can start except for when we do this. 
<laughs> or you're my starter. But, um, you know, that injury, I, I do realize that it could hamper you some. Like, no, 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 no. You have, once, you, once you hit the field, perform. That's it. So that's how it's got to be. Yeah, so you got a Cam Newton. That's going to be interesting. Now, obviously, the Niners have had, you know, their issues with the running quarterbacks. Who hasn't had their issues with the running quarterbacks, though? Um, So uh, I, I, for one, I really – I'm excited to see what Fred Warner does in this game Um, and, and just how, how much they use him, if they spy him at all, if, if they use him as a spy at all. Or... No, don't spy him. Don't spy him. But Fred, Fred's going to do what Fred – he's going to do Fred stuff. Fred, that's, that's it. Fred – you know what Fred is going to do. Fred is a star. Fred has turned into a star. And stars play like stars. That's it. Does Fred – think about it. Does his game deviate from week to week? No, not really. But I think just, no, the, was, just, the, just yes. the, the the matchup, right, just the physicality. I mean, you're talking about two physical physical players, right? Cam, Cam brings it from a quarterback standpoint, just from a physical, yeah. physicality level. So just, just yes. seeing – I think that matchup is, is kind of – the most intrig- well, they're gonna, intriguing. They're going to have their run-ins. They're going to have their run-ins because Cam is going to use. They're going to use Cam. He's going to run the ball. Um, think about. And last week we saw we saw them throw the ball to Cam. I think twice. Um, they're trying to, and that's giving you other things to think about. That's trying to get guys out of plays because that that's not even so much a player that you are expecting Cam to catch the ball and run for fifty yards. What you just did. You just slowed down a safety, a defensive end, a linebacker, because now when he throws the ball one way, he's standing over there and you got people killing grass worried about him catching it. So they're, they're setting other things up like that. But, but the running, he's going to do it because they've shown that you can get them that way. So, yeah, there will be some collisions between those two. Um, but it, it's, it's funny, and I said it to you, because, and I, and I, and I kind of reacted on Fred just doing Fred things because yesterday I was asked so many questions about Fred and they were like, are you surprised that he's this and surprised that he's that? And I was like, no, I was like, haven't you guys watched him? That's how he plays. Yeah. Turn on the tape. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, that's, I was like, Fred, and they had like, what type, what type game do you expect him to play? You know, have you, are you surprised at what he's done? I'm like, I expect him to play the way he normally plays. He plays good every week. So I'm not even, Shocked by that. That's not even a thing. It, it's, it's he doesn't even think about having a bad day. Yeah. I remember Tim. McD- I remember Tim McDonald um, told me this. I remember when he first got on the team, and we were we were having this conversation about some stuff and about play and and guys doing things and um and somebody made a comment about uh, wanting to get some stuff right and they were concerned about some things happening in the game and and whether or not they could get it done and he just kind of stopped and he looked at it and I will never ever forget this I was like in my third or fourth year and I will never forget Tim looking at him and he was like and he was like oh he said that he was like I don't know if I've ever had that thought and he was like what he was like it's never crossed my mind that I'm going to have a bad game that I'm that I might not do my job he, he was like I, that's never he was like that's interesting and he just kind of walked <laughs> off <laughs> and you know and i mean no and it was it was genuine it was genuine questioning and shock and it, and i could see it in his eyes it was and when he said that he i was like yeah like he doesn't even like like that's not even an option so that that's where it it's not even an option that he's not going to play well you, you 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 may you may be better than him on a particular play. You may you may get the best of him that day, but you're gonna have to earn it. 
Yeah. You can't ex- you can't expect him to not show up and do his job. You damn well better be ready to go. Cam better be ready to go because um, Fred's coming. Yeah, he's he, he, he's coming for <laughs> for sure. Um, and 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 that's of course what what we expect of him. Uh, time now for Manscaped, Ed. Yeah, you know, I was just about to say, you know, I think Halloween's coming. 2020, all sorts of things you cannot control have been happening. And the people at Manscaped, they've joined with the 49ers, as you know. So, And they are here to remind you that you can, you can take care of your junk. That's under control. And as I said, Halloween's coming. The last thing you want to do with all these kids that are going to be out and the way 2020 and this COVID-19 has been, there's been so many, so much disappointment. Kids haven't been able to get out. They haven't been able to have fun. And parents alike. So parents are going to get out. This is something that they can all do with their children and be happy. Don't be the guy in the neighborhood with the, with the dusty sack, okay? Don't be the guy standing there trying to smile, trying to make everybody feel good. And you know, you know that there's a fro growing, roaming down in your nether regions that is just not right. Manscaped is here. They can t- you, they can help you take care of that, and they can provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. And in fact, listeners of this show can get twenty percent off plus free shipping if you use the code Eric at Manscaped.com. That's twenty percent off plus free shipping at Manscaped.com, and use the code E R I C. Manscaped is doing everything that they possibly can to help you. Through this crazy 2020, grab your front trunk and take control of it. Take control. Um, Niners trying to get a grasp of this injury situation. So we'll we'll go through. All right, so a couple things, right? Trent Williams, uh-huh. uh, some good news. They thought his ankle injury would have been a lot worse. It's not. He was actually a limited participant in practice yesterday, uh, which was Wednesday. Uh, no, Thursday, I beg your pardon. Okay. Um and so but you still got Ben Garland on IR. Uh Radio Raheem has not gone on IR. Earlier this week, uh it was reported that he likely was a candidate for IR, but he's been on the practice report, so um that means that he has he has not, at least not yet, gone on the injury reserve. Now, that being said, he has not practiced. Um he he's he's been a non participant. Uh, so you look at that front line, you got some guys banked up up there. We'll see if Trent Williams will be able to go. That will be huge. Obviously, you're going to be working in a new center, third-string center. Hironis uh, Grasso uh, looks like who got the majority of the reps uh, towards the end of that Rams game. Um, but then also some other uh, not-so-good news, right, on on the D. Ford and Richard Sherman front. D. Ford expected to miss at least the next four to five weeks, probably not a candidate to return until – uh, after the bye week, uh, he was dealing with that neck injury, and they figured out it was a back injury. Um, so still, um, he, he's still a ways away. And then also, it, it was determined that Sherm is a ways away. Now, they said he had a minor procedure, um, but yeah. so that could be a myriad of anything. Um, but th- they said he probably won't be likely to return until at least around week 11, which is, for now, the Niners' schedule bye week. Uh, so... You look at and, and the secondary had a great night. Um, they had a great, they took a great jump, I want to say, and that's because you know healthier bodies. Um, but I guess 
obviously Sherm going to be out. You see what Jason Verrett can do, you know, and when healthy, we've been talking about this for a long time. He's one of the top dudes in the league, you know, playing playing that position. Um, so, you know, hopefully, you know, he his health continues to maintain on that track. I guess my question is E-Man, right? Like what more does E-Man have to show or prove um, for – this organization to kind of I don't want to say get behind him but but to to for him to kind of have, have the, the the full confidence of the organization what 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 more does he need to show or prove cuz to me it seems like when he's in there without question like he's like he's the guy right and then, and that only helps you know if Sherm can come back healthy then you move him back to the slot he uh-huh. showed the versatility he could be able to do that like what more does he mm-hmm. need to prove like and especially as it relates to this E-man spoon debate cuz i feel like by now like we're what week 7 like i, I don't yeah. feel like it should be a debate anymore oh uh, well that debate's going to be there cuz spoon hasn't been on the field so he hasn't been on the field to play so you're always going to so um they, they, well and that's they're both young players um I think you would agree that from a, you know what, this is the thing. From a physical standpoint, uh, I, I had to reword this. From a physical stand, from a physical existence, the Niners believe that Spoon is more gifted. Wouldn't you agree? Based on draft positioning, I think we all agree. I mean, just okay. So, 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 yeah. so now that, that's what I'm saying. So that's why the debate hasn't ended because. As much as E-Man can come in and play and you look at some things that he's done, Spoon not being healthy, not being there on the field, you still wonder, well, if healthy with his ability, when we've seen him, because remember, you've seen him do good things on film. It's not like he's never put good on film. You've seen him put good things on film. So you're always going to wonder, wait a minute, can he get back there if he's physically healthy? Can he get back there? So that's why that debate is going to be there. But now, first part of that question, what what else does E-Man has, have to do um, to make them forget about him, to make them forget about – not even forget about the others. You're always going to question that. You're always going to bring in other players because you want to get better and you want to bring in competition that you think can um, push E-Man to raise the level. That's what you're trying to do. You're trying to raise the level. Because um, if, if you got – if if the kids is he's coming in trying to get the position, you want to raise it to a starter position. Then you want to raise that to high end starter. You want to raise that to Pro Bowl or All Pro. Once you get one All Pro, you want two All Pros. You want three. You're trying to get four back there. That's what you're trying to do. Um, now, what does he have to do? He has to show consistency. Not about being good. Remember, you know, one of my isms. Yeah, you know, is the league's about being consistent. It's not about being good. Yeah, that's what Pro Ball is about. So he has to show consistency. Um, he has to show he has to show that when it's um, fourth and 15 um, that I'm not going to give up that route. I'm not going to blow the coverage in this situation. That still exists. It's still there. It's still a thing. You have you have to show that in these big moments that you are going to make that play because that's the guy that I need. I, I need the guy. If you're the organization, I need the guy that's going to make that play that day, that in that moment. So you have to show that. Because all those other plays, all those other plays, I need you to do those to get into position. But you know what I need more than anything? 
is for that dude to step up and make the play in that moment. Because that's the moment that matters. Yeah. More than all those others. Yes, you can't get there without those moments. But guess what? We did. We're here. So that's what he has to do in those moments. Make some of those plays that win us the game. Never, you never, as long as you are the guy that they can point to and say, this cost us, you're always battling to be that guy. You have to show them that I'm the guy. I'm the reason why you didn't win in spite of me. You're winning because of me. So that's what he has to do. He has to show that he can consistently do the things to get you there. And then when those one or two, three or four, the more games you get in, um, big time games you get in, the more opportunities you're going to have to make big time plays that you can come up with some of those plays. So much so (laughs) that so much so that it becomes routine to where that's just how they expect you to play and you stop getting credit for that. And that's, that's where you really want to be to where they pay more attention to what you do wrong. <laughs> because, I, because you, I, I think that I, and personally, I think that's where E Man is. Like I, I, like yeah, we bring up the fourth and fifteen, right? And to me, like that was, it, although it was the largest stage, that was the aberration. You know, like to me, I, I look at forty one, and I'm like, okay, this this is a starter. Like, like, and and if if Sherm, yeah. like, like if, and if Sherm is there. Um, and, and Veretta there, like, okay, well, maybe he's my third starter, you know, or my fourth starter. Uh-huh. We throw, we throw Kwan in there, but to me, like, he, like, he, he's the starter. Um, and so, like, I, I for the most part, um, especially for a young player, for the most part, I feel like that that consistency has been there. Now, the the gaff was as huge as all outdoors because of the stage that it was on, and it was huge. Like, don't get me wrong, like that was a that was a huge gaff. Um, but for the but I also believe that. That was the aberration. Um, uh, I, I believe, I believe like you, that he's a starter. I, I think that he has a starter's mentality. Um, I, you know, I have always liked him, and I like everything about him. I think that he can uh, definitely get it done. The issue for him, um, and maybe I should word this another way, he's, he's always, I don't know how I put this about Spoon, you know, th- there's always going to be that belief that there are other talented guys there. He is always... He is always going to be viewed, no matter what he does, he's going to be viewed as the as undrafted that, guy. As the undrafted guy. Yeah. By his organization, he's going to be viewed as the undrafted guy unless he can show that he is this um, perennial Pro Bowl type guy. It's getting, so it, it, it's more work for him. He's, it, it's more work um, what he's going to have to do. And um, it's always going to be intensified. Like you say, the fourth and 15 is going to come up. He has to make those plays in those moments because there will always be this belief that a a guy drafted higher, a guy, um, you know, that's a little bit faster, a guy who's a little more athletic, a little heavier, a little taller. It will always be this, but he's not thing because of of that position. Unless he, like I said, until he shows that that's his norm to where he's he's so routinely good that all you pay attention to is what he did wrong. So when I say so you're saying he's already there. No, he hasn't been so routinely good. He doesn't have enough snaps under his belt. He hasn't played at a high enough end. I had someone on Twitter 
starting, you know, you know uh, Twitter, Instagram or something the other day, you know, they, you know, that, you know, they want to come at me and cuss me out and everything because I said that. Cuss that you out. Sherm, no when, Sherm, when Sherm comes back, that I was like, it's, there's no argument. When Sherm comes back, that Sherm and Barrett would be the corners. I was like, if he comes back and he's healthy. And he was like, E-Man is better than Sherm. And E-Man is, you know, he's a better player than Sherm and all the stuff and everything. And I just said, and, I, and that, that's what I said. I said, I said, you know what, Kay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, okay. You know, and he was, you know, like, he, his, he's a better man-to-man guy and all this stuff. And, sure, and I was like, I don't know why. Ever, for some reason, because of the defense that Sherm played in, everybody, every, that's always everyone's thing that Sherm can't play man to man. Like, um, you go, go, go to last year's film and look at the interception against Minnesota on Phelan. You can't get more man to man than that. Phelan eats people up week in and week out. That's a big play. And Sherm, Sherm one on one, just took his lunch money. That's man to man coverage. He he because he does it and he clues quarterbacks and he understands all these other things. They act like he he can't play. I'm like Sherm's actually really good. <laughs> yeah, he's he's really good. He's better than E Man. This is and for some reason everyone thinks that you can't you can't critique someone uh, th- that you're that you're tearing someone down when you critique another player. Everyone is not on equal playing ground in in this game. Everyone is not of the same ability. Everyone is whether they're in your colors or not. It's like the quarterback position when everyone wants to talk about Mullins and CJ. They are not as good as Jimmy, regardless of what you think of Jimmy. Those other two guys are not as good as Jimmy. They're just not. Yeah, it's that simple. And and Sherm and and I said it before. That Sherm, healthy Sherm, normal Sherm. I said it, you know, I said it with Verrett. Healthy Verrett, normal Verrett. Those are the two best corners on the team. It's not even close. So, E-Man has to come in, con- play, continue to play solid ball, be where he's supposed to be. His confidence will continue to grow. Then the coaching staff's confidence will grow in him. Um, it's, it, and it's, it's, it's about that. It's about being a playmaker. He needs to make some plays. He, ne- he needs to get the, those third and sevens and eights and get, get off the field. Those, um, first downs, second downs, when they're trying you down the field, you need a, you need to intercept one or two of those for two reasons. Number one, you're going to get the confidence of the coaches. Number two, they're going to leave you alone. Like the one that he got in the end zone the other day, you intercept that ball. Why is that ball being thrown? And this is something that I learned as a as a young player. You not if you throw the ball at me, and earlier I would get a lot of deep balls. Why? Because even if you knock it down, guess what? They have second down, they have third down, and coordinators don't fear that. It's a long foul ball. We'll take our chances. We know that that's a difficult play. But, hey, we tried on first down or if it's second and short or something like that. We, we still have another down, another couple of downs. If you pick that ball off, if they know I don't get a chance to get um, this drive going, you're taking possessions away, they leave you alone. So those are the type of things that E-Man has to do. They, they, don't, they, don't, they don't just throw that ball up on you 
like that in that situation if they think that you may possibly come down, come with, down it. with it yeah no, so I, because I, they don't yeah, yeah i think that's i think that i think that's that's a fair point and and, and especially I, I i think also you look at the situation where um I mean, he had been out, right? So he he comes back. You know, that's his first game back after a few weeks, mm-hmm. um, and so I mean, you you're gonna get tested. So I I, I definitely I definitely can see that. Um, time now for real thing or not, Ed. Real thing or not, presented by Athlete Brand Guard. That's when I post three statements. You tell me, uh-huh. Ed, whether it's a real thing or not, and then I of course will give my rebuttal. Real thing or not, presented by Athlete Brand Guard. Uh, let us know about the folks over there at Athlete Brand Guard, Ed. Uh, well, Athlete Brand Guard is the most comprehensible athlete teaching system on sports etiquette, how to deal with the media, how to understand the landscape that you are in as a student athlete, as a, as a, as a college athlete, as high school, middle school athlete, as a professional athlete. I was just in some conversations with some people yesterday about some things that are going on in the league and um, how players could best benefit from using brand guard. And, and, and there are techniques that you can be taught. And you can go to athletebrandguard.com. There's online course courses. There are in-person when the world gets back, in-person seminars. And also you can get one-on-one uh, Zoom meetings as well. And what they do is give you a breakdown on how to be successful as a coach, as a parent of an athlete, as the athlete themselves to where you can understand how to deal with the landmines that are in front of you. So go to athletebrandguard.com. Trust me, this is something to uh, develop to help athletes uh, be better, take advantage of the situations that they are in and win. That's athletebrandguard.com. All right, here we go. ED Uh Real, real thing or not presented by athletebrandguard.com. Uh, so I, I get, I have three statements. You tell me whether it's a real thing or not. First one, uh, it's the day before the day before, obviously. So, uh-huh. Niners getting ready to take on this Patriots team. This game, Sunday, more important to Kyle than it is Jimmy. Real thing or not? Uh, not, not. It's more important to Jimmy. Definitely more important to Jimmy. Kyle has gone head to head with Belichick and done fine before. Um, Jimmy needs to show that going head to head, that uh, the that the team that traded him, the tr- the team that knows everything about him, the team uh, that decided that they they could move on and function, that that you have grown grown beyond what they thought you were. Uh, not to say that they ever didn't believe in you, but have you matured? Have you grown? Can they still do the things that they thought were going to be? to your detriment um where are you as a player i so I, i'm gonna say not you're gonna say not uh mm-hmm. i'm going to go real thing actually um i think it's i think it's more important to kyle i feel like the 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 the, the ghost of demons past just continue to to haunt kyle um after that after that super bowl uh you know that you come back and and people were talking about what happened in 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 the Super Bowl last year, you know, with the with the Niners and and, and things of that nature. And so, um, I think that it's it's important to Kyle to, to at least put it to rest momentarily. I mean, it's never it's not on the biggest stage, obviously, but I think it's going to be big for him just to just to be able, especially if if the Niners are able to get out in front and be able to hold a lead. 
Um, oh. I, I think it's I think it's going to be Hugo. So I'm going to go Kyle. I'm going to go the other way. Um, okay. Go the way. Okay. Just just know Cal has put up over thirty every time he's faced Belichick. I for a, for a, a play caller against a defensive guru. That's pretty good, if you ask me. Yeah, but, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. Anyway, got, anyway. What about the win? What about the win? Um, Jamichael Hasty can be Raheem 2.0. Real thing or not? Um, you know what? Real thing. Of course he can. I mean, Raheem has had. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he. I, yes, I'm just gonna say yes. Real thing. And um, I'll leave it at that. Uh, I, I agree. With, I, I, <laughs> I will agree with you there. I'm I'm gonna go real thing. Um, I I think, uh, at least how they're they're um prefacing it right now, Jed will probably get the bulk of the carries. And then you may get Hasty coming in late, uh, or or later. You know, um, you know after you get past uh, halftime in the second half and and try to provide a little change of pace. That was similar to to how things started. Uh, for Raheem, and so I think I think, uh, I, think could, I think I, I think that's that this could absolutely be the case, and so I don't no. know. We may find something here, Ed. I don't know. We'll uh, see. Okay, okay. Now I want you to know you made that an easy ca- uh, question. You said you said can he instead of will he would have been a much di- more difficult answer, Did, but you said can he. But that's on you. Keep going. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk to the show producers about that. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so you're a big basketball guy like myself, Ed. You, you remember the the Phoenix Suns, the old uh, seven seconds or less uh, offense with with yep. uh, with Steve Nash and all of them. All right. Yep. Uh, so the Niners are going to be the new two and a half seconds or less offense. They found something last week. Real thing or not? Um, real thing. That is their offense. When when working properly, that's what Kyle wants you to do. That's why he has Jimmy as his quarterback. It's not to keep it's not to stay back there, scramble around and extend plays. It's get the ball out of your hands into the hands of his catch and run guys. Look at his offense. That's what he has at every damn skill position. Receiving the ball. A catch and run guy. So yes, that's a real thing. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go real thing. Uh I think I think they they were able to find they were able to find something where obviously it worked, but then obviously uh, it kept uh, the quarterback upright and and healthy. Um, I will differ with you in a sense that Kyle does have a lot of those slow developing plays, um, and so we didn't really see much of those at all, or any of those really at all uh, last week, and so. Um, I think I think that could continue. I think more so than just the two and a half seconds or less. I think the the, the, the slow development plays. I think we're going to see less of that uh, going uh, forward, at least for the next, you know, the foreseeable future, um, next couple of weeks or so. Um, okay. Yeah, that's where that's where I am on that. I'll uh, let you put a button. I'll let you put a button on that. Then. <laughs> this has been real thing or not presented by Athlete Brandgard. Uh, Athlete Brandgard. Make sure you check them out. AthleteBrandgard.com. Uh, almost that time, Ed. Okay. But I, Wait, something on, tells me. Up, something tells me you, you got up. something. You got. Oh you no, got. no, no! I I just wanted to just well, first of all, his slow developing plays. So, so, so realize this, and I think you do, that Kyle's slow developing plays, they will still be in because those plays are just set up off of the, the quick hitters. So think about it. Yeah, that, but did we see those last week, though? Um, did, did you see any of the um, 
any of the the misdirection stuff and everything. Well, no, but because you, well, you didn't need to. You didn't you didn't need the slow developing plays. You didn't need those because the quick hitters were working. Think about it. They they were they were making plays off of those and they were controlling the game. So you don't have to try to you don't have to go to the misdirection stuff to get the big plays. If 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 I throw a slant and I'm getting 15 yards, that's too easy. It's just like if I'm handing the ball off the radio and he's getting 15 yards a pop, that's too easy. I don't need to go to anything else. Yeah. I, so so I, I I don't think it was that it's not in his office. It's just that that the catch and run stuff worked really worked really well when you when you guys did what they were supposed to do that that first touchdown that um that um Kittle scored and that's that's when those, one of those situations where the offensive line picked it up you know you set your protection they pick it up you put someone in with tough has tough duty right there if you look at that play center the center has tough duty he gets enough body on both of the guys and then the quarterback guess what you set this protection you know what's up you got to beat the blitz. You got to beat the free blitzer with your right arm. They did that. So, so, so when those, so it's, it's just a question of the execution. I think that's part of it. And back to the, and back to the, can he or will he situation? So you think he can? From, you don't. You don't think from, he will? From the running backs, this is. <laughs> do I? When do I? Do, okay. Do I think he will this game? Nah, probably not this game. I'm, I'm. See, see, see. That's what I was. I was, and that's what I'm getting at. Do I? Can he? Yes. Um. Radio hasn't. Radio hasn't done this for a very long time, and radio hasn't done it as the every down guy. As much as as much as you, we like Raheem and the things that he's done, Raheem hasn't shown that he can be the guy. And I know how everybody. When I was saying this before, how everyone feels that way, and and you were even on, and I was like, guys, the Forty Niners don't view him as that guy, and he he hasn't shown that. It, and and think about it now. Think about this truly, with with just with your with your scouting head, not your heart. Has he shown that he can even take the pounding? Of being your every down back. Well, so being far your- this season, he hasn't. I mean, he's gone down twice now. Um, and, and I, I mean, I, I know you can, uh, some will say that, you know, the high ankle sprain is a, a kind of a freak thing. And then some others will say, well, everybody got hurt, uh, in the Meadowlands or at MetLife, uh, you know, cause of that turf or whatever. Um, so it, it, it could be, I, I guess the counter to that will be, okay. You're talking about two kind of like tricky things here, but I, I tend to, I tend to agree. I tend to agree with you though. I mean, yeah. It- and one more thing about the turf, guys, people get hurt and they want to be, I mean, we can give so many different reasons, but you know, they didn't stop playing games up there. And has anybody else been getting hurt? They they have not stopped playing games up there. They um, have not stopped playing games there. And, and but, but you also haven't heard about, you know, multiple injuries and all of this stuff, and, you know, week in and week out. So that had nothing to do with it. Guys just happened to get hurt and they, and they, they got hurt and they happened to be playing on that field, you know, you know, consecutive weeks or something like that within a short span that's that's all it was um it had nothing to do with the field uh now so back to um a new this is this is what you have to think about as far as the can he and willie and the reason i say it may be difficult this game this particular game um because easy 
Let's just put it this way. Easy. Running, um, college running backs uh, can all run. Every running back that comes into the league, they get an opportunity because they can run the ball and they are good with the ball in their hands. How, how a running back gets on the field in the NFL is how he carries himself. How soon he gets on the field, how soon he can remain on the field is how he carries himself when he doesn't have the ball in his hand. So that's the part of it that you, and you're, stay you're, on ta- the, you're talking like the pass blocking pass and, protection. Okay. Yes. To stay on the field as a running back, you have to be able to block. You have to understand the protections. You have to understand who you're picking up so that you don't get your, your quarterback killed. And if a coach doesn't believe that you can handle that, you can't play. So now Let's look at a young back, and you can say, well, don't put him out there. You just put him out there to run the ball. Well, you can't do that <laughs> because I can put him out there and say these are the plays that you're running, um, and then they get a they get in the front. They they get in a different defense, and I'm like, I, I have to – I, I got to change this play. Yeah. I'm And I'm changing – and now in the audible, I'm going to change this play because I'm looking at this right now, and this is a pass. This is wide open. But they got a blitz call that, and you know – Okay, so here it is. If he doesn't know what to do, if he doesn't know who to pick up, your quarterback gets killed. That's problematic. Yeah. And that's problem. So that's that's the issue. So can he? That's why I said, can he become a guy that can run the ball and do all these things? Well, yeah, he can. Will he be? Will he be a guy that you can leave on the field for nineteen, twenty snaps? at the running back position um, and give you, you know, seven yards of carry, will he this week? I don't think so. That's why I go back to say this is, and I, I set a tweet out and I did it. This is the, this is the most important game. And maybe I should have saved that for my keys. This is the most important game. I think Jimmy Garoppolo um, has played in a very, very long time. Well, I, the perfect segue uh, to your keys, E.D. Day before the day before, time now for E.D.'s keys, presented by Handy Sanitizer. Uh, got to stay got to stay fresh, got to stay clean, got to keep those hands clean. Uh, and one way we can do that is with Handy Sanitizer. Um, Absolutely. We're getting, we're, we're, getting cl- we're getting close here. Summer's decided to, to join the show here, and so she's she's she wants to know about the handy too. So what, what we've got, Ed. Uh, uh, well, you well you know what handysanitizer.co. That is where you can find it. It's a multi-use sanitizing spray, and you can spray it on anything. Little baby girl, if she wanted to keep those rattles clean, all of this stuff, we, you can do all of that with handy. It comes in a refillable glass bottle which is good for the wallet. It's good for the world. You don't have all those plastic bottles to throw away and have them floating in the ocean, turtles eating them, all of those good things. Um, it is seriously, man, you need to think about those type things. It's, it's made with very strong alcohol, 75, 75% alcohol. FDA says it only has to be 60%. They wanted to take it up a notch and make certain that you are clean, but it's with that alcohol, it is a nice, refreshing smell. It's not slimy sticky like the other like their competitors comes in a one ounce pocket size which is great i use it all the time uh the two ounce and an eight ounce table size all of them are great 
to use. Uh, so go to handysanitizer.co and use the code ED for 10% off. That is handy, H-A-N-D-I-E, sanitizer.co and use the code ED. You will get 10% off of your purchase. And as they say at Handy, it feels good to be clean. Show enough does. Um, your keys. What do you got for us this week, Ed? Um, I'll start defensively. Okay, here we this go. This is defensively going to make certain that you are up on your rules, sound. They are going to test them. McDaniel's is starting to show that. Um, and he's trying to give you things to think about. So sound on your rules. Be where you're supposed to be. Strong where you're strong. The, the, the number one key to playing good defense is to be strong where you're strong. If I, if I got man-to-man inside, don't get beat inside. If I got B-gap, I should be controlling B-gap. If I got deep third, I got the deep third. Strong where you're strong, and you make them beat you elsewhere. That's what you do defensively. Turnovers. That's this is this is going to be an important game because you're playing against a defense that can that um, is, is is going to try and get and turn the ball over for you. So that's that's one right there. Offensively, it's the quarterback. This is on Garoppolo. It's about showing your growth. It's about being I've been I'm in that situation. I've been in that situation. We started this off and you were talking about me going back to the 49ers and doing the things. Guess what? Are you the guy? Can, can we get you with the things we, that we know? We know you, and this is what we think we can get you on. This is how we used to try to get you even at practice when we were going through camp. Can we do those things? And when they do that, you have to pick their pocket and say, I'm not that guy. So guess what? I know what you know, and I know how to, I know how to defend against that. Jimmy has to be that guy, and he has to go beyond the guy who was – Calling plays, this is what he's capable of doing. The guy that drafted him, this is what he can and cannot do in Belichick when they try to defend against him. Jimmy has to go. This is a game that I think as much as you need the running game, as much as I would like radio to be there, and I always talk about these things being on him, I think Kyle actually needs to put this one on Jimmy and he has to perform. So Jimmy G, I you know when when the calendar first came out, this was this was one that I scheduled and and I was shocked honestly it didn't get picked up uh, as a national TV game. Um, but I can kind of understand why. I mean Tom not being there and then uh, it wasn't. I don't even think Cam had signed on yet with the Patriots. So, um, but look, I I I'm pumped for Jimmy to be able to go back there and and and, and have some success. Um, and so I, I think that's I think that's something that could happen. Um, we uh, definitely we will see that those have been Ed's keys brought to you by Handy Sanitizer. That's handysanitizer.co. dot uh, Look, this is this is a uh, this is a big game for the Niners. Um, look, you get back to five hundred. What's it going to be? Right, you going to go back under? or You going to uh, try to climb back over? Um, that said. I mean, we I, I've I've been saying for the last couple of weeks here, if you can go even in this second quarter, um, you might put yourself in a pretty good position, um, and and it, things only get a little bit more complicated with some of the injuries now on the offensive line, and then also, uh, the additional injuries I should say on the offensive line, and then also uh, with Radio Raheem going down. So we'll see. But the, to put it on Jimmy, that's interesting. I I think last week, uh, Jimmy. Look, he he stepped up, he performed, he showed out. Um, what kind of 
What kind of intestinal fortitude is he going to show here this week against his old squad and up against Belichick, who who knows him just as well, if not better than anybody else in the league? So I mean, so many things to uh, to consider uh, with this game. But I'm 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 pumped for it. I'm excited. I'm excited about it. Um, this could be a. I think this could be a huge. Don't want to overreact either way, but I I think um, I I think this could be a I think this could be a big week for the Niners. I think this would be a big week for the Niners. So we shall see. We shall see, bro. This is you know it, it's funny when they were when we were looking at that stretch and they were talking about it. This is this is one that I that I I um went through and I I had them. I I thought this would be the toughest game. I'll just put it that way. Yeah, I thought this. I thought this would be the toughest game out of the out of the um, the stretch that they were they were getting ready to go through uh, because of the knowledge of the quarterback, because of the lack of the running game. But I think you know what they're they're in a spot where where the confidence should be high. You're going against a team that's not playing tremendous ball right now, they're where they're not. questioning what it is that they're doing. So I think I think I think you got to definitely put yourself in position to um, take advantage of that. Period. Have to have to. It'll be a one twenty-five kickoff. That's one twenty-five uh, p.m. here on the West Coast. CBS will have it. It'll be the Niners at the Patriots. If the Niners try to get back over five hundred, we'll try to get over five hundred for the first time this season. Really? Oh. No, no, I'll take that back. They try to get back over five hundred. Um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, and stay there. Yeah, and, and and stay there. Hopefully, and then you got the Patriots uh, coming off that loss to the Broncos. So uh, obviously, like you said, not playing very good ball right now, and they are under five hundred. Belichick's team two and three coming in. Who'd have thunk it? Uh, so we'll have we'll have the uh, we'll we'll break this thing down. We'll recap cap it for you uh, next week. Uh, but hopefully we'll be breaking down another Niners win. So we shall see. Try to get a winning streak going here. Uh, from a partner, Eric, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Enjoy the game. Enjoy your weekend. We will see y'all next week. Also, don't forget to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.